Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to my Crunchy Podcast. My name is Eddie. Um, we have a very good show for you guys today, I feel. And by we, I mean me. Um, and I just want to go ahead and start off the show by saying thank you to anyone that sent me money <laughs> uh, because of the uh, because of last week's episode i really wasn't thinking that anybody was going to venmo me or cash have me any money but there, there was some people and uh thank you to who uh ever did um and uh, yeah that's really cool and i appreciate that uh it's I, I really don't know what else to say. I've never gotten free money uh, besides the government, but they owe me that. So, all right. I just want to go ahead and remind you guys that you guys are always more than welcome to uh, cash app me money or Venmo money uh, going s- straight into the podcast and uh, to support the podcast and support the show. That would be appreciated. You're not required to do so. However, you are required to go to Apple Podcasts. And leave a review or a rating on the show. It really helps us. If you obviously, you're not required to give money, but you are required to give us a rating because you're able to. Yeah. So I want to go ahead, you know, and uh, introduce uh, today's topic. Uh, today's topic. We're actually going to be talking about um, creepy teachers. So I don't know if you guys, growing up in school, you know, elementary or middle school or high school, shit, even college. Um, honestly, any kind of school where there's teachers, really. Um, I don't know if you guys ever had, like, creepy teachers or, you know, just teachers who kind of give you, like, a bad vibe. Um, I did, you know, growing up. Not necessarily towards me. I just had a vibe about them that I was like, you're weird. Um, not, well, but not, not necessarily weird, just, you know, your energy's off with me. So, we're going to go ahead and be talking about that at, uh, as our main topic today towards the end of the podcast. Um, but before we get into that, um, I want to just go ahead and check in with you guys. You know, how's everybody doing? Um, our lockdown is officially up. Coronavirus is still going strong, though. So, give it up for that, bitch. I'm good. I'm alive. But uh, one thing that I do want to talk about... <laughs> to check in with you guys real quick so um the other day i was pooping right like we all do and uh, i was you know just minding my business and it was one of the few times that i don't take my phone in the bathroom with me and i thought it was just going to be in and out um me the poop was just out but yeah there was two ants crawling on on the floor and i was i was about to you know go wreck your ralph on them and kill them but and I was, I was kind of drunk actually. <laughs> now that I'm remembering, I was kind of drunk, and I was noticing the ants were actually like walking in patterns, both of them. And uh, I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. I wonder if like all ants do that, because I mean, I've seen ants obviously just walk in straight lines and whatever, whatever. But like you know, that's usually when it's like a, a lot of them, right? And uh, the ants were just. They were like walking in like a, how do I put it? Like in like a like like a half a circle pattern. Does that make sense? You know, like they were just like, they weren't walking in a straight line. They were kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but they were walking in a pattern. And then the other ant was doing the same thing. So I'm like, huh, that's strange. So then you know it's so fast forward to today, and today I was also pooping. I noticed another ant. And I was like, and it, it reminded me of the ant from the other day. And I was like, huh, I wonder if this was going to do it too. 
So I'm observing it, and sure enough, it starts walking in the same pattern that the other ant was walking in. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm the new crocodile hunter, maybe I'm the new fucking dog whisperer, but apparently I have a fascination with the way ants move, and I won't be keeping up with that. Update, I never actually even killed ants. I think I let them be, so I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Are ants one of those animals that we respect? You know? Like, I really, I've never learned... I still to this day haven't learned a reason to keep ants around or not to kill ants. It's such like a stupid animal, minimal animal, I believe, that I don't really have any respect for it, you know? But, I mean, if there's something cool about ants that you guys would like me to know besides the fact that they walk in patterns, um, you could always uh, sound off on our Instagram at MyCrunchyPodcast. So... Because, I mean, I know that, you know, bees, obviously, like, are a huge benefit to the environment, you know, so they have a purpose, even though they're such a small little animal. But do ants have a purpose? I don't know. Let me know. All right. So, and then the other thing that I was going to talk to you guys about that apparently I went to high school with a YouTuber. And I say YouTuber because she has a YouTube page that is successful. And I've heard about her for a couple of years now. I've never actually met her. I've never even met her in high school. Um, I forget if she was even in my grade. Like, I remember, like, when people bring her up, I don't really ask a lot of questions because I don't care. Um, since I've never met her, I just don't really care. Yeah, apparently she, she went to my high school here in Phoenix, and, uh, recently she popped up again in, in one of my group, in one of our uh, group chats with my friends, because one of our friends sent a, uh, a screenshot of a video that she did with RiceCup, the YouTuber, which, by the way... He is one of the worst, I think, humans <laughs> I've ever come across on YouTube. But I hope it's just a persona, because if you guys know who Ricegum is, you guys would not be fucking fans. But he did a video with her because uh, apparently he found her on TikTok and he's, like, crushing on her. So, you know, he used his uh, YouTuber, you know, power to, you know, bring her on uh, his channel. So they did, a, you know, a Q&A. And the video was only seven minutes, thank God. I've never had to really just muster up the will to do something like watch an entire High Beast video on YouTube. And it really took every every lesson I've learned in life <laughs> to really muster up the willpower to watch a seven minute video. And so anyways, they're doing the Q&A and you know, these are questions from, you know, his fans and which are honest, like, 15 year olds they did the q a it's very basic stupid questions like the whole time it's you know it doesn't seem it doesn't seem genuine it's it's it, it's it's stupid like they're not even trying to put up an act that they're together none of that it's just like you know she's there because you know she obviously in a way i don't want to say she's clout chasing i don't, I don't you know I don't, I, I don't know her i i really don't i mean obviously it helps her with exposure she has like 11 million followers on instagram so but before we get into my uh investigative journalism that I did on her. Um, I just want to, like, say, um, yeah, the video is just very cringy. It's stupid. Like, they both have no... Well, I don't want to say they both don't have any personality. Ricegum has a personality. It's just not a good one. She is just, like, all looks type of girl. Does that make sense? And there's nothing wrong with just being a looks girl, by the way, you know, if you're you're smart. So, they did... Oh, the mailman just passed by. Um... 
so I look uh, I look up this girl because she again she kind of always comes up you know like once a year, and obviously she's like very popular. She has like she has eleven million followers on Instagram, you know. So she has a following, and I'm sure a lot of people that we went to high school with follow her. Sure, why not? You know, like you know you go through her Instagram. Her name is Jalen Ojeda. Um, she posts a lot of like you know like I said she's a looks girl you know she posts a lot, a lot of like modeling pictures if, if if that's what she is like a model or something I'm sure she you know does other ventures because you gotta network and you know be smart about it which I mean you know get your coin whatever you know however however way you can she was on there but um, yeah apparently I went to high school with her I've never met her uh, um, she's really pretty I mean I, I, a lot of her page is kind of like look at my ass type of Instagram, you know? And again, there's nothing wrong with using your assets to, you know, get far in life, you know, get your coin whatever way you can. Um, and again, I don't know her, but I would like to know her because I'm just very curious since like, you know, it's obviously somebody who, you know, lived, you know, in, in, in our, in our, in, in our neighborhoods, you know, in our areas, you know, someone who's very familiar with, you know, uh, our community who is you know making it big and doing their thing you know and getting their coin and shit like that so um you know i would really like to meet her you know just to talk to her and you know get to know her because i mean obviously she's a public figure now um and you know it starts with you know just one thing and your next thing you know you're fucking blowing up everywhere so you know i would really like to know her if any of you guys know her you know and you know can help me get her on the show I'm not going to be as creepy as Rice Gum was in that video, but, <laughs> you know, I'm very interested to talk to her and get to know her because obviously she could be like our, you know, our, you know, she's a success story coming out of our communities, which is really fucking cool. So, all right. So that was just me checking in with you guys. So if anybody knows Jalen Ojeda, let me know. <laughs> Tell her to come on the show. All right, guys. So moving on. Uh, like you guys noticed in last week's episode, we played this little game. There's no name to this game. It's just something, you know, random that I do on the show. Pretty much the game is, you know, I, ch I check what the last transaction in my bank account was, and I just pretty much, you know, review it. Was it worth it? Did I put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it? Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, last week it was my insurance, which was my last transaction on my bank account. Um, and just a quick recap, the reason why I play this game is because I feel like a lot of us have a lot of like, random fees that, you know, subscriptions and shit like that. And a lot of times we're just like, you know, was that even worth it, <laughs> you know? Last week it was my insurance. This week I know for sure what the last transaction on it was because I just came from there. Um, I just uh, came from this place called Over Easy. It's like I don't know. I really don't know how to. I mean, it's it's a breakfast place, but the food is really really good. Um, one of the guys from one of those TV shows that uh, that like review like goes to different towns and reviews um, food like the uh, dines. Something about I I forget what the shows are called, but what one of those guys have been there? Uh, one of, one of those TV shows have been there and rated the food. Um, uh, yeah, it, honestly, ten out of ten recommend. Like the the place is called Over Easy. I don't know if they're in every state, but they're for sure in Arizona. The breakfast is bomb. I would recommend the chilaquiles. Oh my god! I and something about their soda as well. And if you guys know me, I'm like a huge Coke addict. Like soda, not the drug yet yet and uh, one thing that i notice every time i step into a restaurant or go to a restaurant it's their carbonation you know because i mean soda is soda but the difference 
and why soda tastes better in some places than others is the carbonation because it's i'm gonna assume it's kind of set up to you know to taste good with their food you know what i'm saying and most places got have it right the number one place that has the best coke consistently every single time in the entire state well, I don't want to say in the entire state because I didn't go to the entire to the entire state, but at least in Honolulu is in Hawaii. Like when I went to Hawaii two years ago, uh, the one thing that I can take away from Hawaii is not even the beach or the hiking or the scenery. Honestly, the one thing that I can really take away from it was the soda. I don't know what I was just so impressed every single time that I went to eat and the soda tasted the same and it was good every single time, you know. And I would honestly go back to Hawaii just for the soda. <laughs> um, but I, honestly, I, w- I would be down for another Hawaii trip. So um, so if you guys want to Venmo me that money, cash app me that money, I would h- highly appreciate it. And also, uh, my cash app is King Geek, and that's geek with three E's. I don't know who took the king, who took the first King Geek with just two E's. I thought I had already set up my cash app, and apparently I didn't, because I mean I used it before, so I don't know what happened. So maybe it's me. Maybe I took the fucking tag. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, ten out of ten would recommend over easy if you live in arizona i can't confirm for every other state but that's why there's google so um yeah so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next topic here guys all right so i woke up this morning you know half asleep morning wood the whole thing and uh, i saw i was you know i was just scrolling through my through my timeline on Instagram. And Instagram is one of the first ones that I check because it's just pictures, so I don't really have to think versus Twitter where I have to actually read, you know? This is this really isn't like, you know, something that's supposed to be like viral or whatever. But uh so I saw the news. I follow like this wrestling page, you know, for news, things like that. And um, apparently this one wrestler uh he, he's missing. So I'm going to go ahead and just read the actual post. Um, and I'm sharing this to like help with the help with the costs, you know, not not necessarily to like you know for any other reason. This is like you know literally to share the information um, in efforts to help find this person. So here goes the actual post. Um, it says former WWE superstar Shad Gaspar has gone missing, and we need your help in finding him. This happened when he went swimming at Venice Beach on Sunday with his 10-year-old son. The two were among a group of swimmers caught in a strong rip current around 4 p.m., with lifeguards racing into the water to pull everyone out. Gaspard's son was rescued, but they have not been able to locate Shad yet. A witness at the scene told TMZ that when lifeguards raced into the ocean, Shad directed rescuers to help his son first, which they did. During the rescue, another big wave crashed down on Shad, and that's the last time he was seen. As you know, Shad has been more to a friend with us. Uh, Personally, he's a brother to me, and everyone who knows Shad only has great things to talk about the man. Uh, he's a, he is a fighter, and we are positive that he will be safe and sound. Please keep him in your prayers, and if you get to know uh, about the whereabouts, please DM us or his wife at Siliana Gaspard. Um, I'm assuming that's her Instagram to handle. Uh, we urge you to not bombard her with any unnecessary questions during this very difficult time. Thank you. So, um, so yeah. Um, again, oh shit. again, I'm sharing that to bring awareness you know you guys 
or listening to his podcast all over the world from what I've seen <laughs> on my stats. So, you know, if you guys, you know, have any news, you know, obviously, you know, you can contact the authorities, contact whoever you can. So um, hopefully we find them. Uh, yeah. But all right, guys, uh, moving on to our next uh, topic here. Um, I want to share something very fucking cool and very wholesome and uh, something up our social media alley. So obviously you guys already know I'm like the social media king. So I got to always, you know, I don't stay on top of trends on social media. I just love like everything that comes out of social media because it's social media. You know, I found this tweet uh, this morning and uh, this is the original tweet. It says, I found a YouTube channel on this guy whose dad walked in on him when Walked out on him when he... Okay, let me start over again. <laughs> Found a YouTube channel of this guy whose dad walked out on him when he was 12. Now a dad of two adult kids himself. He's made a YouTube channel called Dad, How Do I? Where he makes maintenance videos for people with no dads. So I went on his channel and he's a, he's a very new channel. He just made the channel about a month ago. And basically, you know, it's just this, it's, it's his dad, it's his guy, you know, who makes a channel to teach people who have no dads, you know, things that normally, you know, a dad would have, you know, taught their son, you know, like, you know, how to, you know, how to fix a toilet or, you know, how to unclog a bathtub, you know, how to uh, unclog a sink, you know, how to be, or, you know, how to change a tire, how to check, you know, check the air pressure in your tires. So... I went to the YouTube channel and I saw his his first video, which was the how to tie a tie. Because to this day, I do not know how to tie a tie. And from watching him, I think I have a better idea on how to do this. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And just watching the video, honestly, like just watching him, he's one of those like you know sweet older older guys that's like so wholesome, and you just like get the vibes that like he's just a really nice person, you know. And I would love to meet this guy. I would love to have him on the podcast, you know, hopefully at different times than having Jalen Ojeda on the podcast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, I would love to, you know, really, you know, meet this guy and, you know, or Zoom him or something. I would, got to, I would like to talk to him, you know, he, he seems really just wholesome. Like I said, I can't, I can't stress using that word enough. And that's one of the words that I feel like a lot of people misuse, but um, maybe I'm misusing it. I don't know. I don't fucking know English. So, again, I'm going to try and reach out to him. If I get him on the show, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk to him. But if you guys want to check out his channel, it's called Dad... Fuck, what was it called? It's called Dad, How Do I? Um, and it, when at the time the screenshot was taken, which was about 22 hours ago, he had 14,000 subscribers. About two, three hours when ago when I went onto his channel he had 20,000 subscribers and now as of this recording he has 22,000 subscribers so yeah you know if you guys want to go ahead and check him out you know it's such a sweet you know type of like channel that actually has a purpose behind it you know um and yeah if you guys want to go ahead and follow him so all right guys with all that being said we're going to go ahead and move on to our main topic of the day um, which we talked about was creepy teachers, right? So um, I've, I don't know if, you know, everybody had, you know, the same experience or similar experiences to this. So in um, middle school, the first time I ever really came across a creepy teacher, per se, um, was seventh grade. It was in, it was in seventh grade. Um, it was one of the math teachers. And uh, now that I now that I noticed the two people that I'm going to talk about, they were both actually math teachers. So, 
he was a math teacher and he kind of just gave like creepy vibes off you know to you know to some people like I, you know i would hear from some of the girls you know and i actually ultimately at the end of the day like you know he never you know i never heard about him you know actually doing anything or you know anything like that he was he just gave creepy vibes right um and then moving on to you know eighth grade my homeroom teacher she wasn't creepy like she didn't give me weird vibes but now i kind of understand it more since i'm her age and i think she was because i'm 26 now and i think she was 26 at the time that i was in eighth grade and when i say you know i understand the situation now it's not like you know it justifies it because even now i'm like it was still very unprofessional and the reason why i say that is because you know she would kind of always come in you know very like it's like she got ready very last minute you know um and i get it people run late but when you're coming in with like hickeys, you know, and you're trying to cover them up, like very obvious, you know, especially to like very immature eighth graders, and you know, that's one thing. But when, but the fact, but you're working with like other professional and like other adults, you know, and it's like that's the embarrassing part, you know. And she would just, I mean, again, she was she wasn't like she didn't give me creepy vibes. It was more of like I was like reading the room and I read the room and like her room was nasty yeah she just like i just kind of always have like opinions about her and honestly there's this thing about myself that i'm very confident that i know how to read a room very well you know and usually when i get an intuition about you i'm not gonna judge you off of it but a lot of the times i'm right <laughs> and uh, you know you can ask a lot of people that i talk to about this shit and a lot of the times i'm right and uh, you know I had my opinions about her. I never said anything, you know, like, who am I to judge her? But, like I said, as an adult now, looking back, I'm still, I mean, I still feel the same way. I'm, I'm just like, that's kind of gross. Like, how can you, like, walk into, like, you know, a whole school into a, you know, professional learning environment looking the way you looked, you know? I forgot her name, honestly. I I feel like I remember most people's name, most, most of my teachers, most of teachers that I didn't even have, you know, who were just teachers there. I remember a lot of their names except for my own fucking homeroom teacher. Like, I don't really even remember being in her class a lot, I'll be honest. You know, then there was this other teacher. I, I think he was a science teacher at my middle school. Um, I forget exactly, you know, what the subject was that he, you know, he taught. But then when I went on to high school, I believe he was like the girls soccer coach. Or, or maybe like in track, I forgot exactly, but he was involved in the athletics department, right? And uh, this came out like, I, I think years after I left high school or, you know, you know, somewhere in, somewhere in the last 10 years, this came out about him that he went to teach at a different middle school and he ended up getting, you know, charged for, you know, sexually assaulting, a, you know, a, a girl at the middle school. Um, and um, I think he was sent to, obviously sent to prison. I, I forget exactly what happened with that. Let me let's see. Okay, so I actually found the the article from AC Central, and this was back. Okay, yeah, this was back in 2015. So yeah, it was about three years after I left high school. Um, so the article pretty much says an, an elementary school teacher was sentenced to 35 years in prison and lifetime probation Tuesday for engaging in sexual conduct with two 14-year-old girls who were his students. Yeah, he was 42. He pleaded guilty to the sexual conduct with the minor, child molestation, and sexual abuse before Superior Court Judge Sherry Stevens. 
and then, you know, and then it goes on to talk about how you know Borja's fat. Well, I guess I just said his name. So his name was Carlos Borja. I mean, this is really no fucking secret. Like, I'm not here to talk shit about him. You know, this is factual. You know, um, you know, I remember, and that name like stuck in my mind for some reason, I guess. But his name was Mr. Borja, Carlos Borja. Um, you know, just goes on to say. You know, the second 14-year-old victim reported Borja inappropriately touched her on multiple occasions during the same school year. Borja's family spoke in court on Tuesday and told him he was the rock of his family, including a daughter and a niece who talked about the impact Borja made on the local track community. Yeah, so he was involved in track and all that stuff. Because, yeah, I remember he, he came around to our high school and we recognized him from middle school. You know, and everyone, you know, lo- loved him. He was one of those, you know, really friendly teachers, you know, that, you know, everyone just thought was, you know, he's just, he's just you know, a, a soccer dad, a track dad, you know, like, you know, just likes to be involved. And, you know, this shit happens. So, um, and honestly, I remember, you know, even some people who I, you know, who were my friends in high school, you know, talking about how, like, you know, they, not that they would get the vibe, but they've heard, they had heard rumors or some shit like that. And it was one of the situations where we where we dismissed it because we're like, nah, you know, you know, and he couldn't have done that type of situation. So, but yeah, um, I want to go ahead and, and obviously open up the conversation to you guys now. You know, do you guys have had any teachers who probably you know ended up in the same situation as you know as Carlos Borja? You know, do you guys have any teachers you know as you grew up or you know through high school that or through school that? You know, you guys had the same feeling, same vibe about them. You know, let me know on our Instagram page. Um, I have my crunchy podcast to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can obviously follow us on Instagram. Um, you can always send your beautiful hard-earned money this way um, through our cash app at King Geek, and that's Geek with three E's. All right, guys, you guys have a good day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Be safe and wipe your hands and wipe your ass as always. Bye, guys.